Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, I'm Orion Lavelle. And I'm Travis Mattingly. And you're listening to Tooth and Nail, a monstrous podcast, where today we're gonna we're gonna sit ourselves down. I've I've gotten the I took the cushion, I put it neath my butt, I got like a little you know, with like the feather duster and you oh, dust of off the chair. Yeah. You know, just in case you get some a little bit of dirt on your butt. Uh, I've brushed that off. We're gonna sit on down and we're gonna continue our discussion about devils. More horny boys. Yeah, incredibly horny, horny devils. By which I mean they're spiked. We're talking about <laughs> the bone devil, though that too does on on second thought also sounds a little bit uh suggestive. We're talking about bone devils, which are basically just like big spiny monsters. Kind Thank, thank you for coming this. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> kind of like the other big spiny one. It's pretty much just like a a, a like a doom monster with spikes yeah uh vaguely vaguely like a a big angry xenomorph of sorts mm-hmm. uh and we'll find that this is kind of again boy man like like i vouched for you devils yeah we I, really hyped it up and really all we were thinking of was like the late tier like it seems so i think i was mostly <laughs> just like into the idea of like oh it's a lawful monster that has to abide by rule. And I I think, you know, to some extent, I, I hold by that. And I figured, like, this would probably be the case. Most of the cool stuff is in the overarching lore about devils, right? Like, yeah. that they can be kind of characters and have intrigue and whatnot. It didn't really dawn on me that all of the monsters or most of the monsters would just be, like, monsters. fight monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, it's not the, the hugest deal, right? Like, these are all intelligent creatures that can speak and are capable of planning yeah right so like even even if the stat blocks that we're getting seem to be a little bit lackluster we are still getting a lot of lore and stuff or at least like details about devils that could mean that they become interesting characters yeah and like the (laughs) the other problem is that like the the stat blocks like the skills given to these creatures they they what, what what am i trying to do they can be used to make very detailed npcs that you would not think to put on what devils look like yeah because this guy if you looked at this one your players probably wouldn't say like there's a devil we can talk to yeah yeah like it does have speech skills it does yeah they definitely (laughs) look and their stat blocks kind of reflect them just being dungeon fodder but I promise, like there, there is, there's like a little bit of, there's a, a little bit of chocolate at the center of this truffle. Yeah, as like, scary as he is, he's charismatic. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. So, so that that's that's unfortunately true. And I hope that it maybe clears up. It's just like, I don't know, man. Maybe I probably shouldn't conflate these two things in my brain. I did on the outset think that like, oh, the monsters will act like interesting monsters. And that's not necessarily true. They're just monsters that can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, maybe I was expecting too much, or maybe it's just because we were sitting in demons for so long. <laughs> that you I were was like, like, you had to look for the... Yeah, the, I was like, come on, Krusty's coming. golden sun on the horizon. Yeah, exactly. And there was just none, no sun. It was just, uh, we we're just sitting in the void. <laughs> now it's hot. Now it's just hot. <laughs> and, and yeah, so, so while I do hold to the idea that I think devils are slightly more interesting in, than demons, just because all of them generally are capable of being talky and shifty, and characters of sorts. This is just kind of a dungeon fodder monster. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. So let's fucking go. Let's get it out of the way. <laughs> let's get it. Uh. So artistically, we get a real fucking look at this <laughs> thing here. He's just covered in stuff. Yeah, it's covered <laughs> in stuff. Oops, all stuff. So, so we said spiky thing. That's not totally indicative of what this thing is. So basically, I will I will stand by like xenomorph. It is xenomorph adjacent. Xenomorph, deathclaw a little bit. Yeah, there's some there's some deathclaw there. So basically, it's like yes, yeah, yeah. So if you could imagine like. The child of a xenomorph death claw. Like, if you can imagine an alien from Aliens, only it's all white and, like, particularly malnourished and also has, like, dragonfly wings. That's kind of what we got going on here, and it's a little bit spikier than average. But yeah, yeah, so, like, xenomorphs have the big long tail, right? Does it have a... Oh, well, yeah, it does, because that's have what like it, a stinger. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it gets right. you with you're right. in the in the films. I remembered the, the, the slippery, but I forgot the stinger no, part. No, it comes it's, out, and you're like, no, yeah, Sergeant Hammond! No. I don't know if that's the character, and it just sounded like an alien character. Buck. Buck, yeah, oh, right? <laughs> sure. So that's basically what it is. That's what we're dealing with here. It's just... Profoundly spiny with like a scorpion tail ass thing. It looks monstrous. Yeah, sure does. Honestly, like, like, I know we, I know, I know we kind of make fun of the badassification of monsters in this edition. Uh, and I don't have the context of what earlier designs of this thing are like. But truth be told, like, I, I think it's kind of cool. I think, you know, that like spindly quality that all of the devils have, I think yeah. is a nice trope. Uh, and I think it keeps it from being like, boring to look at this is not a boring to look at monster right yeah and like i i joked beforehand that this looks like the one of the final bosses of a diablo game but yeah like, i say that with love because like i love how those devils are designed yeah it, like it, it has it looks like a yeah it strikes me as like a doom monster yeah in and a way those are they're great yeah <laughs> yeah of course i love it i will say with context of previous designs it is the essence of them badassifying something. All right. Like, let me, we'll, we'll start from yeah. first edition. All right, we'll, here we go. We'll do... Okay, so the first edition is just a dude with a scorpion butt. This, also, the only edition that has wings like this one does. Oh, yeah. Uh, Neat. So second edition, we got... Oh, also just a, like a gorillas with the scorpion <laughs> yeah. butt, like yep, one of the gorillas. spindly corpse, mad scientist, gorilla. Or yeah, the gorillas, the band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Xenomorph. Yeah, <laughs> get slowly getting the Xenomorph. <laughs> Third edition's just a Xenomorph. Mm -hmm. And then fourth, looks like this is a poll for me and you. Mm -hmm. The Hunger from Skyrim and Oblivion from the Shivering Isles. Oh, yeah. The Hunger's from Shivering Isles. Right. Yeah. It's got like the distended mouth and like the big like brain skull. Yeah. And that's fourth edition. And then they just like bammed in fifth edition. Yeah. Like, they just were like, oh, we've got this kind of spindly Johnny from... Yeah, from, we've got a spindly Johnny. <laughs> spindly Johnny from, from the uh, Nine Hells. What do we... Let's just... What did we do before? Yeah. Uh, nope, just a xenomorph. Nope, still skinny. There are wings in first edition. Spike him! Like, yeah. <laughs> it almost makes me wonder... It almost makes me wonder, like, if this is one of those monsters that has, like, a big reputation, like, is kind of iconic in that way. I don't... I had I had heard Bone Devils yeah, before. Like, like, people who talked about devils would mention Bone Devils, yeah. but I'd never heard, like, yeah. oh, man, this one time, like, 
Bone Devils wrecked our whole party. I have no... Yeah, it doesn't strike me as one of those classically iconic D&D monsters, but it does feel an awful lot like like the gang's all here in terms of design stuff with the wings and the tail and the xenomorph stuff. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I think it's successful. It looks deadly and spiny and dangerous. It does not necessarily look like something that can think and <laughs> yeah. have plans. It doesn't look like it would come up to you and be like, hey, do you want to make a deal? Yeah, but like <laughs> that's not necessarily how it seems to exist within the ecology of devils, so yeah. I can kind of forgive that. It's, as we'll find out in the lore, it's kind of meant to be a gross. It's meant to be a big, gross, uh, like, overseer kind of creature. Yeah. I... <laughs> I love the B-side drawings because they are straight up just like... Yeah. The, as whereas other things would be like, this is a, a variant of what like this creature could this look like. This is it eating or like just hanging out. <laughs> this is just like, this is other crazy bone shapes yeah. for the face. Spikes in all directions. Just in case. Just in case you're the kind of DM that <laughs> describes exactly what the skull looks like. Bone goatees. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> And he has a bone goatee! Yes, DM, may I roll initiative? Uh, I mean, it's cool. I like the design yeah. a fair bit. It does, I think it is. It kind of has that, like, death claws, you know, morph quality, which just immediately incites that, like, oh, fuck, this is like a scary monster kind of yeah. feeling in me. <laughs> thinking, about, thinking about it, also, the, the leftmost drawing on the page, were you to put it in a circle, looks like a difficulty selector. Yeah, and also, or just like what would be stapled on a World of Warcraft suit of armor. <laughs> or like a, a Darksiders kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like it well enough. It's pretty good. It, it, what I mean to say in that is that like, for some reason, whether it is or not, it like looks like oh my it dude, looks iconic. Know, it looks like Halo. It's the Halo difficulty selector, <laughs> right. but that's spikier. The, yeah, but spikier. But that's like a fucking an arbiter or whatever the hell from Halo. There we go. So now we've 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 attached the Crack Halo the thing being being kind of popular now. But I yeah, do, it looks iconic, whether yeah. it is or not. Like. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does look like a like a like a monster that would have a plushie of it. I do like the coloration. It is entirely white, which feels like cool and bold in a in a certain way. Yeah, I I get that that it's just supposed to invoke it being entirely skeletal, and that is something kind of interesting about previous designs. I expected previous versions of Bone Devils to be like skeletons. Yeah, uh, that's I not know really what you mean because I thought like when I heard Bone Devil, I thought for sure, but instead it's just kind of like chitinous, like yeah. bone chitin. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's cool. It also gives, because it's all white in the art here, it gives it kind of like a sketch quality to it. Like, yeah. it kind of looks like like you'd find it in the Silmarillion, right? Like a Tolkien kind of like old, like this is, ooh, it's like a concept art of a <laughs> ring wraith. That's kind of cool. And I, the, it being all white really accents also the... It's got blood, I, ge oh, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I'm not totally sure if that's, like, blood or just kind of, like, coloration of the thing. Like stuff. But, like, the, the claws and the, the tail barbs are, yeah. like, shaded red. They're not even, like... It doesn't look dipped. It looks like they're shaded red, which yeah. pops and, yeah. like, looks cool. It does look cool, and it does look, like, aggressive, which is what this thing is kind of about. Yeah. I do like that choice quite a bit. It's... You know, it's a pretty common trope. No, I think it might be like, oh, I don't know, it might be shading. I like to, I think I, I'd read it as like blood or something. Yeah, absolutely. I would like, I, I like thinking that it is after a fight. Yeah. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty good. Let's talk about the lore. All right. 
Uh, it's devils. Yep. It's sure mad is. devil. So like the lore tells us it's a, it's an angry devil. It likes the bad things that devils like. Uh, generally speaking, we learn that these are like taskmasters and like, you know, it's the, they got their construction hats on and they're like, hey, Vinny, you gotta do the thing, you know, that kind of stuff. Basically, they run lesser devils around and they have great egos and they take pleasure in the demons that don't obey them getting demoted. And also they feel like they want to be higher up. And so they grudgingly, you know, follow the whims of their superiors in the way that devils tend to do. Basically, like, I mean, like, I, I'm... This does feel an awful lot like just repeating what we already know about devil stuff, but it is nice to have a devil that clearly, you know, has a clear place within the larger ecology, right? Oh, like, yeah. It it's, fits. Yeah, right. Like we as if we're going to design maybe a hell dungeon or whatever, we have to know what is the, you know, the lieutenant or like the next up above the rank and file devils. And it's nice that we have a devil that fulfills that clearly. Yeah, because like as we learned with some of the demons challenge rating doesn't necessarily mean a higher place in the hierarchy. Yeah. So it's nice when one is just kind of like it gives you the slot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it would be weird if it didn't, right, for for devils, which are all about hierarchy. Yeah, absolutely. I I think it works. And, you know, you can you can find a place for it in like scenic language, right? It it helps to define this hierarchy. I'm thinking very much of season one of Critical Role, where they go into the nine hells and there are like bone devils clearly like lashing at things going around. And right. you can very you know, this could be very a very easy monster to demonstrate what the nine hells are about in a couple of images that you can, you know, give to your your players as a DM. Yeah. So so in that way it is kind of iconic. It is like a very clear function of hierarchy. Right. So if you want to show what devils are about, here's a good monster to to show it because, you know, it, it very clearly is gonna have things around it that it can command yeah. will, you know, obey it disgruntedly. One of the things I actually like that they include is uh, specifying that it appears as a humanoid husk with dried skin. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like there was we've touched on it a few times, but I like it when these kind of like abyss or hell creatures look like they were people, people. at one point. Yeah. And like sometimes we lose it, sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. This one. It looks like it suck yeah. to turn into this, but it it sure looks like you coulda you could. Yeah. yeah, it does look like it would be a shitty time being this thing. And yeah, the <laughs> the Lord does mention in its description that it is like dried skin stretched over the scales and whatnot. It does seem like this is a curse, which yeah. is yeah, like you said, something that we miss sometimes with the fiends, and I'm glad it, when it is included. Uh, if only so that it shows off how petty the the like actual pantheon in D and D is. <laughs> Um, yeah, generally speaking, like, in terms of how it, like, fights and eats and stuff, the book tells us that, generally speaking, they use their claws, but sometimes they have big old pole arms, big old spears that are made of bone, and that also they'll use them in conjunction with their poison tails, which we'll find to be largely true. I don't know. Yeah. It also says that a foul stench, like an odor, follows them around. Yeah. But... I don't <laughs> what what <laughs> I don't know I don't know I, well I what I mean to say is like there have been multiple feeds that did that and they got a mechanical benefit out of it this oh. one is just like yeah he stinks it's just, <laughs> it's just, like, it's yeah, just to drive home that it sucks being this thing you just it's smell just, bad and your skin's dry yeah, and it hurts to move with him you get a level of exhaustion yeah it's, it's just not a good time to be I mean like whatever they gotta fill in the devil <laughs> shit somehow and it smells bad is a pretty quick 
<laughs> means to reach an end. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I I'll believe it. Like maybe it's not blood on its stuff after all. Oh. Maybe it's maybe it's the poopy. Oh, don't. That's what don't it is. It. No. I'm not. I'm not. That's what it could be. Well, no, because if it's on the tip of the tail, I imagine that it has a very sharp impact point uh, that it goes for. No, <laughs> that's not good. It's not good. But that's about, I mean, like, if we were to use this in an encounter, if I was like, I need to get the bone devil, what kind of, like, adventure hook could we have? As always, there is that degree of, like, devil intrigue so this could be an npc that's like oh will you do this thing for me so i can get superiors notice you know senpai yeah i mean like it's definitely around it feels like a good dungeon ecology thing right like we're on our way to the boss and there's probably going to be a couple bone devils around to like shepherd things it feels kind of like you know if i'm gonna run my fight tactically i'm gonna introduce this commander figure that that could help uh, mobilize the troops, and I kind of wish that that was reflected a bit more mechanically. So the the only ideas I have depend on how you build your world, right? Like, because like the first thing I thought when I was like, oh, this thing, it it basically like has a lot of devils it commands, and it like it relishes in them getting demoted if they disobey, blah yeah. blah blah. So I was like, oh, he's like a shitty foreman, yeah, <laughs> and like. That's a pretty good like. If we have to get to this this devil who is like the foreman, a foreman in hell, right? And so just kind of like, yeah, because they, they must do construction in hell, yeah. Right? Not not like oh hard hats girders construction, but like yeah. there has to be like a place that he sits that he is like his place, yeah. And like maybe schmoozing some of the workers to be like do you fucking hate your boss because like mm. yeah i could incite a rebellion or even it this could be another like bureaucracy of hell thing where like oh you want to get up into the next level you're gonna have to give me that papers you're gonna have to give me the requisition <laughs> form 87b and then you as the players have to like wander around a, a hellish version of a dmv in order to find form requisition 87b or whatever it's like the law part of hell that i really like that i <laughs> makes me like for some reason, imagine everything a little more modern in the yeah. hills. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's because we live taking, in a bureaucracy nightmare. It's true. Taking out the modern spin on it, it still is like a fun idea to use this guy as like the shitty foreman yeah. of, of a, a place where you can yeah. just kind of like. Yeah, fuck your boss. Yeah, use his workers as a rebellion thing or like, I don't know, use some kind of bureaucracy of hell to get him supplanted. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think that would be good fun. I do wish, well, I don't know. Should should we move on to mechanical stuff? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I gotta move on just because I want to talk about this thing mechanically. Yeah, that's fair. So mechanically. Like I said, there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, I guess we'll get this stuff out of the way real quick. So, you know, it's a large fiend, so it's a sizable boy. It's lawful evil because it's devil. It has an armor class of 19, which is a fair bit above average for its CR of 9. Uh, so this is kind of like kind of like a, a defensive garrison creature, which kind of makes sense for like a, a like a foreman, like a lieutenant, like a commander kind of figure. Right. Uh, to balance that out, it has fairly below average HP of 142. Uh, but it's also quite quick. It has a run speed of 40 and a fly speed of 40 as well. So it can go kind of all sorts of places and maybe, you know, act as like a tank of sorts. Yeah. 
Right. In terms of its stats, they are, you know, kind of, we're getting into the OC do not steal kind of category. They're mostly above average, significantly so. I think the lowest is its intelligence, which is 13, and that's the lowest. And they would be about what you would expect for this kind of creature, where the con's super high, and the strength's super high, and the dex is also high, and the wisdom's pretty good, and the charisma's super high. In terms of its other defenses, it has saving throw bonuses to intelligence, wisdom, and charisma, so this is kind of an interesting way to cover the the weirder spells, right? Like, I feel like most devils don't get intelligence saves i don't know if that i feel like most i mean like most things don't get intelligence saves right so whenever it comes up i'm a little bit ooh, hello sir (laughs) uh so that that's interesting to me and then you know plus the the wisdom and charisma saves means that these things are not going to get debuffed yeah no Um, holding no banishment yeah oh well it gets skill bonuses to deception and insight which leads into that some some of that nice nice you know that nice nice intrigue stuff them nice, nice talky bits. Mm-hmm. So feel free, you know, like we said, there is an avenue by which you could turn this into a character, which I'm always down for. Feel free to make this like a lion conniving motherfucker. <laughs> it also has uh, resistances to what you would expect. It has the resistances to cold and then the physical weapon resistances from non-magical weapons that aren't silvered. Uh, so the bludgeoning, the piercing, the slashing from the non-magical stuff. Uh, it also has, you would expect from a devil, has the immunities to fire and poison and also the immunity to the poison condition. Ba-da. Devil stuff. I shrugged, so thank <laughs> yeah. you for giving the sound effect. <laughs> uh, the senses, it gets the 120 dark vision, which is pretty common to devils, what with the devil sight thing, and then also has a, you know, kind of okay passive perception of 12. It speaks infernal, it has the telepathy out to 120 feet, so you can talk to this however much you'd like. And that is about it for its, like, I don't know, what do you call that section of the stat block? The stats. The stats? I call, I, I call this the stats and this the mechanics. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll jive. I'll jive with that. In terms of its traits, they're what you'd expect for devils. It gets the devil sight, which means that it can look through magical darkness, and then it also gets the magical resistance, which means that it has advantage on saving throws against spells and spell-like effects. Never gonna be done saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that, it's just like devil stuff. And I kind of wish that because this is a commander figure, like a foreman figure, it had like a you know allies within thirty feet of it get advantage on saves or some one of those things that we've seen a couple times before action discipline yeah just like yeah something yeah Yeah, or something like that like i wish that and it's weird to me now that i think about it that more devils like we haven't seen that yet i mean we saw it with bearded devils but that was about it and i feel like like because devils are so hierarchical it seems like an immediate thought that like each devil would have a trait that's like every subordinate gets a little bonus right. within however many feet of it because you kind of I feel like it's just a just an immediate like reaction to designing a devil fight that you would want like a big thing that helps the smaller things since devil fighting is so hierarchical. Yeah, absolutely. I I was trying to think of like things to put on it that maybe if you if they didn't feel like making a trait or something just like giving it like spellcasting like command or yeah like hold person or monster yeah just kind of just just entangle like i don't know something just like yeah i, I guess so. i mean like yeah so so i yeah yeah that would work i i would like 
something to be like clearly reflective of its role as like a commander. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like just making it kind of scarier would work as well, because like, it's really not all that intimidating as a monster, especially for a CR nine monster. Yeah, and like compared to compared to some of the other stuff we've else. seen, and like this is like without saying anything about it it has a sting attack and it's like the weakest one that yeah, we've it's, really ever yeah, seen so like really quick like because we can run through these real quick yeah. it gets multi-attack for its actions makes three attacks two with a claw attack and the claw attack is fine it's a little bit higher accuracy so it gets a plus eight to hit and because it's big it's got reach and on a hit it does eight 1d eight plus four slashing damage okay yeah and then the other thing, you know, it takes two claw attacks and then one with the sting attack, which also has a plus eight to hit and also has the reach. Uh, and on a hit, it does 13, 2d8 plus four piercing damage, plus 17, 5d6 poison damage. And the poison damage is accompanied by a poisoned save, right? You save on a below. you save on a fairly below average DC 14 con save uh, or just be poisoned for a minute, which like is a thing yeah that is a thing that you, a monster can do you can save out of it yeah you can save out of turn. it at the end of each of your turns and like there are some that are like you're poisoned for a minute and like yeah. at the same time you're frightened or exactly like... and we've seen a few monsters in fact didn't we just have a devil i think I so was yeah. it like, i don't know <laughs> they gives the... you the poison condition and another and thing. another thing <laughs> like like yeah it was bearded devils they had like a really cool thing that i can't remember what it was because it was ages ago <laughs> yeah but i i just i don't know it feels weird that there's just not much to speak of with this thing. And if the idea is that we want, oh, fuck, it's the bone devil. It's the commander. We should, you know, not only want to target it in order to destabilize the rest of the devils, which you can flub as DM, right? Once you kill the thing, you can just have the other ones run away. I feel like there should be something mechanically that reinforces the fact that you should go for this thing first. Right. So like and poisoning is kind of that yeah but like i don't know i feel like i that's i'm just gonna shrug that off oh it wants me to make a con save okay yeah like if this thing is in command of i don't what's the cr for bearded devils is it uh, lower right i believe it is lower <laughs> let me double check because i remember what the poison does now yeah bearded devils were just cr3 yeah the the poison makes it so you can't regain hit points right yeah yeah or like and that. then they wound you each turn yeah yeah so Fuck, that was so cool are th three they're six crs lower and they are way more threatening yeah they're thing. at least more interesting it's yeah like <laughs> if i were to mix a bunch of bearded devils with a bone devil i like the bearded devils would be more they'd be the bigger threat they would be or at least like <laughs> worth taking out first yeah i yeah it's weird and i maybe you could use that right like maybe oh the point is that you maybe want to go for the big thing but it's the smaller thing i guess you could use that but it does feel weird yeah right like there's no incentive for the players to fight the big commander first yeah and that's basically it yeah, that's, that, that's, that's literally that's it. it. So, like, in a fight, right? <laughs> so, like, it can fly, it has a high AC. Those are pretty much the things that go for it, and it can poison things, which is fine. So I can imagine this could be, like, a protector figure where it's jumping from the smaller mobs that you're maybe taking out easier in order to get in front with its big old body mass and, you know, block against attacks and all that sort of thing. Yeah. That's not really what this game is, though. Like... Me as a player, I can just walk around the Bone Devil on my turn. The only thing, I I think it's, I think it's fair to the Bone Devil if we at least just like touch on the variant because that makes it a little more interesting if you give it the pole arm. Yeah, yeah. So there's a variant version of this where if you want it to be, I don't know, I guess more complex, 
You can, instead of the claws, you give it one attack with this polearm as it's a hook. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a hooked, hooked polearm. Uh, it also has the plus eight to hit, and, you know, it has reach because it's a big old spear. It does 17 duty 12 plus four piercing damage, and if the target is huge or smaller, it is grappled, which is an escape an escape DC of 14. It it can't use its polearm once it's grappled something. Which yeah, which like sucks. makes or, yeah, <laughs> if, whatever. I guess like it makes sense logically. It it can then sting the thing it grapples, making it have disadvantage on the escape. Yeah, and then, if it poisons, and it, if it poisons, and it can then fly. Yeah. Yeah, that could be kind of fun, right? With, like, with a huge creature, which is not something that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that... I mean, like, that that does sound kind of cool, right? Like, I don't know how many times I'm... Me, personally, I'm going to summon a huge monster, but, like, I can... I can I, I, I can run with the idea that, like, oh, the barbarian's going to chase this thing down. Oh, God, it's got got! And then it <laughs> just, like, lifts it up into the air. <laughs> Fuck, it just took the barbarian. Fuck! <laughs> So, like, that could be fun, right? And because it has a, a decent fly speed, it could, you know, try to pick off some of the smaller members of your party as well and, you know, poison and keep down maybe, like, the rogues and stuff that are on the front lines sometimes, but maybe aren't the most hardy. Yeah. I think that could be uh, a fun time or at least a way to keep a party member down for a bit. Like, this won't turn into a chase because of the saves and whatnot, but I think this could be a cool way to handle, like, you know keeping the rogue from or like keeping a wizard from using a big blast spell on all of the mobs around right right if it is a boss like yeah like uh both literally and in game mechanics a boss who would you put as ads in the fight that feel right right like uh, i mean we don't know that much about demon or about we don't know enough about devils yet right so like i guess that's true yeah I mean, bearded devils, as we discussed, are great ads to like anything. <laughs> yeah, they're they're great ads, perhaps better than the monster itself. Yeah, looking around, I mean, like imps, I guess. Spined devils, I guess, seem seem like they would be appropriate. But I don't know. Like yeah. we just uh, that we I'm guessing we don't know enough yet. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like just looking over at spine devils. Tune in next time in like four weeks for spine devils who are cool uh, i like how they look yeah they, they look cool they could they seem viable as like ads and could be interesting uh yeah i mean like sure they they look like flyers as well so like i maybe traditionally it would be like an air fight right and it that would also help with the pull arm if it like grappled something took it into the sky and then it's mm -hmm. flying ads came up next to it and started yeah. attacking the thing it had grappled yeah i suppose so yeah that could be a thing i don't know that's more or less it, though. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, like, I I like the art. I like that this is, you know, it has a place in the world, which we didn't always get with demons. Yeah. But beyond that, it's just kind of a, a fight and fill up your two hours of D&D time. I I wanted to compare it to <laughs> to the Chimera in how boring its stats are, uh, because it is pretty much about as useful to me. Yeah. But... I also want to put it in here because I know that Jess is going to listen to this episode and she wishes we shit on the Chimera more because we did it for like five episodes straight. So this one's for you. The Chimera sucks. Yeah, suck on that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it's fine. Like, I like the art the most of Absolutely. the rest of it. The rest of it, I mean, like, it's a, it'll, it'll, it'll be a fight and that, that'll be about it. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, it's just kind of 
a monster. Yeah. But like, you know, make of it what you will, right? Like it could be a person. So in many ways, like it is the, p- the potential that is uh, to be focused on, even if the potential is maybe whatever. It is kind of funny in that way. That's like, wow, this person is not qualified at all to be the boss. Yeah. He made it there. Ain't that life. Ain't that life. Ain't that life. <laughs> in which case it's art. And I, I, I'm, that's, it's beautiful. Art imitates life, mm-hmm. imitates art. <laughs> the dead inside look at the end of an episode. Yeah. Always a winner. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail. If you enjoyed it, feel free to listen to more Tooth and Nail at places where podcasts are given to your internet. Mm-hmm. Hand it over. Mm-hmm. If you weren't interested in listening to this Tooth and Nail, that's time <laughs> you'll never get back. So it's ours deal now. With it. <laughs> we've we've used it, and now we look younger and more beautiful. We stole your time. Our fingers grew back. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to keep feeding us, feel free to check out other stuff on nerdsmith.org where you'll find loads of things to look at and listen at with your eyes and ears, respectively. In the meantime, what's a good creature comfort for this and get some lotion for your dried <laughs> skin your that dried, is yeah, stretched like, out stretched skin. out skin. Yeah, go to a, get like a face mask. I feel like we've used this one before, but it does feel quite applicable. Like, maybe, yeah, get some lotion and then, like, file down your spikes. <laughs> right. Trim your nails. Yeah, trim your trim your shit. Drink milk. Take care of your bones. Yeah, or just take care of your, take care, take care of, of them osseos. What you got inside you. There, you've only got one skeleton. Be nice to skeleton. <laughs> and I think that's where we'll, we'll leave it. Have a good day. Bye.